The servant who had no mercy. Matthew 18, verse 21 to 35. Peter came to Jesus. He asked, Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother or sister who sinned against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. The kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to collect all the money his servants owed him. As the king began to do it, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. The man was not able to pay, so his master gave an order. The man, his wife, his children and all he owned had to be sold to pay back what he owed. Then the servant fell on his knees in front of him. Give me time, he begged. I'll pay everything back. His master felt sorry for him. He forgave him what he owed and let him go. But then that servant went out and found one of the other servants who owed him 100 silver coins. He grabbed them and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he said. The other servant fell on his knees. Give me time, he begged him. I'll pay it back. But the first servant refused. Instead, he went and had the man thrown in prison. The man would be held there until he could pay back everything that he owed. The other servants saw what had happened and were very angry. They went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the first servant in. You evil servant, he said. I forgave you for all that you owed me because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have mercy on the other servant, just as I had mercy on you? In his anger, his master handed him over to the jailers. He would be punished until he paid back everything he owed. This is how my Father in heaven will treat you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Am I on? Yes. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to sit over here on the steps. I hope you can see me. Children, would you like to come and sit and join Joya and little Eden? As, uh, on, come and sit on the, on the blanket. Can you see me? Yeah, come on. You can come up. Come on. Come and... Oh, let's rearrange myself a bit. So Poppy read the story that Jesus told. Um, but this summer, we're going to be talking about baggage. You know what baggage is, don't you? It's like luggage, stuff you carry when you go on holiday. And when we go on holiday, we take lots of stuff, don't we, in our bags. And that's called baggage. But what we do as people, we carry stuff that Jesus doesn't want us to carry around with us in our hearts and in our beings. And so the baggage that we carry, and we're going to talk about unforgiveness today as part of um, today's theme that we're going to learn about. And Poppy read us that, that story that Jesus said, that Jesus told. But first of all, before we start anything else, we're going to watch a bit of telly. We're going to watch video, because I know children love watching TV, don't they? Yes, I know. I've got grandchildren. So we're going to watch a little video clip. It's American, sorry, those that don't like American stuff. But it's just a little video clip that we're going to watch together. And the grown-ups can learn from this as well. So thank you, Elaine. Let's hope it works. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, hey guys, it's me, Douglas. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a really good day, because um, I, just, I just came from my friend's house. Yeah, we always have a really good time. Um, but last time I went over there, I learned a really important lesson. You see, the other day, um, we were playing at his house, and he got this brand new, awesome, remote-controlled car, and it was so fast, and we were just, we were driving around in his basement, it was just vroom, 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 vroom. it was just whizzing around all over the place, it was so much fun. And, and we were playing with it, but then his, uh, his mom called him upstairs, and so he had to go, but, but he said that I could play with the toy while he was gone, so... Yeah, I was just driving around in the basement, just having a good time, and then bang! And the car crashed right into the wall and busted into a billion tiny pieces. Oh, man. I was so scared because, you know, I don't have a job or anything. I can't pay for a brand new remote control car. So I just tried to scoop it all up, and I put some glue on it, but that didn't really work. It was just this gloppy, gloopy mess. And, and so I thought maybe some duct tape, because that stuff always works, I guess. But that, it didn't work. It just it made it all sticky and gross and sloppy. And oh man, I was so scared that he was going to be mad at me and that he would never, ever forgive me. And so I heard him coming down the stairs and I, I walked right up to him and I said, I'm sorry I broke your call. Will you please, will you please forgive me? It was an accident. I didn't mean to. I'm so sorry. And, and he, he looked at the call, and yeah, he was, he was kind of sad, but he went, oh, oh well. Well, I mean, it's just a toy, Douglas, so, so yeah, I, I forgive you. And I felt so relieved. You have no idea how happy I was that he forgave me. I felt so good. I, it just put me in a great, fantastic mood. And so I was just, you know, feeling good, and I, I went home after that, and, and I walk in the front door, and what do I see on the floor but my most favorite action figure in the whole wide world with his head popped right off, just laying there on the floor all broken. And I knew, or what I knew who did it. It was... It was my little brother, Steven, because he's always messing with my stuff. And I tell him not to, but he does it anyways, and it just, it drives me crazy. And so I called him downstairs, and I, I was like, Steven, did you break that toy? And, and he, he kind of looked up at me, and he said, well, yeah, Douglas, I, I did. I'm really sorry. It was, it was an accident. I was, I was playing nice with it, but then it's... He just, he just broke. Douglas, I'm so sorry. Will you, will you please forgive me? And I, I looked down at him and I was like, mm -mm, nope, you've done it this time. I will not forgive you. And, and then I, I did, I, I did something bad. Yeah, I just, I, I pushed him right down on the floor because I was so mad. I just shoved him. And so then he, he started to, started to cry and, and then my mom came downstairs and, and she was like, Douglas, why is Stephen crying on the floor? And I said, well, he's crying on the floor because it was all his fault. He, I pushed him because he, he's always messing with my stuff. I told him not to, and look, my action figure was broken. And it actually turned out that you could just pop the head back on and it was fine. But then, but then my mom said, she was like, well, Douglas, 
It's never okay to push people. Besides, I mean, it's just a toy. And why when she said that, when she said it's just a toy, that reminded me of something. See, when I broke my friend's toy, he forgave me. And he said, it's just a toy, I forgive you. And I felt so relieved. I was so glad that he forgave me. But then I come home, and I don't forgive my brother. And what would it be like, you know, if God was like me, instead of like my friend? Back on? Yes, thank you. That was an interesting clip, wasn't it? It was about Douglas and his, his play date. He went, who goes on play dates? Yes, yeah, we all go on play dates, don't we? Yes. And uh, Douglas went to his friend's house for a play date, and he was playing with his friend's toys. His friend had to get away and do something for his mum. And when he came back, Douglas had broken his most expensive toy. And then Douglas goes home, his friend forgives him and says that he's really okay about it. Although he'd broken his special toy, he was fine about it and he realized it was just a toy. Nobody died, nobody got hurt, it was all right. But when Douglas went home to, to his house, he saw his brother had been playing with his toy and he'd broken it. And he got mad, didn't he? He got very, very cross. And he started beating his brother. He struggled with him, pushed him to the floor, made him cry. That isn't very nice, was it? And his mum came and wondered why Stephen was crying, making all that noise. And so Douglas said, yeah, well, he broke my special toy. He broke my action man, which is my favorite toy. And um, he, he really was very bad. And he's done it before, but he's, he's really done it now. And he was very angry. And then his mum said to him, but it's just a toy. And Douglas suddenly remembered what had happened when he went to his friend's house and broke his toy and how forgiving his friend was. So let's look again at Matthew chapter 18 that Poppy read to us. And I'm going to read it from a children's Bible. And it's entitled, The Unmerciful Servant. And Peter came to Jesus and he asked him a question, didn't he? At the beginning of that, story, that passage that Poppy read to us. And the first thing that Peter asks Jesus is, Lord, how many times should I forgive a man who has done me wrong? Seven times? Well, seven times is a big number, isn't it? Fancy forgiving somebody seven times, but Peter thought he was being really generous by saying seven times, because really, we'd only really properly forgive somebody about once or twice. 
maybe three times, but seven times is a bit big, isn't it? That's massive. So he gets a bit surprised when Jesus comes back and says, not seven times, but 70 times seven. Wow, that's a big number. If you work out the maths, that's 140, is it? 140 times 70 times seven. Is that right? Have I got that right? 490. <laughs> Bit more than that. That's ridiculous. How can you forgive somebody that much? That's really amazing, isn't it? But what would it be like if God was like Douglas or the unforgiving servant? We do things wrong all the time, don't we? And we need to say sorry. But then the story goes on. There was a king, so Jesus tells this story. There was a king who was good to his servants, often lending them large sums of money. The day came when the accounts had to be reconciled and settled up. And there was one man who was brought before the king whose debt was so large that he had no hope of repaying it. As you cannot pay, said the king, I shall seize all your possessions and sell you and your wife and children into slavery. And the servant fell down on his knees. Sir, I beg you, have pity on me. Give me time and I will raise the money and pay you back everything. The king was moved by the man's despair and raising him up told him that he would cancel the whole of his huge debt and that he was free to go. Soon afterwards, this same man came across a fellow servant who owed him a small sum of money, just a little amount. He took him by the throat. Ooh, that's a bit drastic, isn't it? He took him by the throat and demanded, pay me back what you owe me now. The fellow servant, he fell on his knees and begged the man for mercy. I can't repay your debt now. Please have pity. Give me time and I'll raise the money, I promise. But the servant showed no pity and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay back the debt. The other servants were shocked by what they saw and went to tell their master what had happened. The king instantly summoned the wicked servant to come before him. When you begged for mercy, I showed you mercy, and yet... You had, an, you had no mercy for a man who owed you far less than you owed me. Now you must be punished. And the angry king gave orders for his heartless servant to be taken away to jail. Just so, said Jesus, this is how your heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive those who have done you wrong from the bottom of your heart. Wow, that's quite a story Jesus told, isn't it? And 
we do things wrong all the time, don't we? And we need God to forgive us. We're going to draw. Who wants to, who's good at drawing? Come, come and draw something on my pad here. Just a pencil drawing. I don't want a great big artwork. I just want something drawn. You want to draw that something on there? What are you going to draw? How a butterfly. Oh, that's nice. You're going to draw a butterfly. If you draw a butterfly on... Oh, I don't want that on there. If you draw a butterfly on there for me, do it very quickly. We don't want a big artwork. Not today. Because we're going to rub it out. I'm sorry. And would you like to draw something on there? Oh, I've got some whiteboard pens. There we go. If you draw something on there for me. Oh, this is a, this is a beautiful butterfly. Oh, wow. It's got antenna and two sets of wings. That's beautiful. What about doing a little bit of pattern on there? And what are you going to draw? Sorry, what's your name? John. What are you going to... A flower. That's lovely. And your name's... Stephanie. Stephanie and John are doing a great job here. Oh, she's doing some lovely patterns on this butterfly. Oh, that's beautiful. But I'm going to get you to rub it out in a minute. You can draw something afterwards then. That's brilliant. Okay. Finished? Okay, that's lovely. Now, we've got a lovely butterfly here that Stephanie's drawn. Now we're going to rub it out. Sorry, Stephanie. See if you can rub that out. Great. Oh, she's trying to do a good job here. Mm -hmm. Getting there. Do you want a better rubber than that? Shall I give you another rubber? See whether that one works. Because it's not taking it all off, is it? Oh, it's getting... This rubber's quite good because I use it quite a lot because I use it for my music, because I sing and I have to make little notes with my mu on my music to tell me where to sing and how to sing and whether to sing it loud or soft. Brilliant. Are we done? Nearly. Sorry, cleaner. Right. Is it all gone? Can you still see some of it there? There's there's dirty marks there, isn't there? And that's what happens with us when, with our hearts. Because when we sin, if we don't fully give that to Jesus, it doesn't completely get wiped away. So there's still marks, there's still scars on the paper. It still looks a little bit like we can just about see a butterfly underneath there, can't we? Thank you, Stephanie. That was really helpful. Now, John, I've got a little rubber here. Perhaps you want to use that. See if you can rub that out. Yes? Oh, let me show the flower. There's John's flower. There we are. And he's going to rub it out. So can you stand up and rub it out? Or perhaps use that even. That might be easier.
Oh, look, now that's completely gone. And that's just like our sin. When we take that, our sin, to Jesus, he forgives us and he wipes it completely clean. Completely clean. Now, Jesus, when he was dying on the cross, he came, he said, he prayed a prayer and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Jesus was a great example to us that he wanted us to forgive others. And in our passage, it tells us that we need to forgive others from our very hearts, right from inside, completely forgive. And then in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus taught the disciples how to pray and he said, what do we say when we say the Lord's Prayer? Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. So when anyone does anything wrong to us, like breaking our toys or snatching our toys, changing a TV program, you're just watching something and you're brother or sister comes along and they change the program for you. That's annoying, isn't it? Being unkind to us, perhaps leaving us out of friendship groups. You're sitting on the side and nobody's including you in what's going on. And we can come to God and ask for his forgiveness and for the harsh words and our anger as well. I'm going to read a verse from Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4, and it says, stop being bitter and angry and mad at others. Don't yell at one another or curse each other or ever be rude. Mm, That's a tall order, isn't it? Instead, be kind and merciful and forgive others, just as God forgave you because of Jesus Christ. So Jesus came that we could have forgiveness. But adults, sometimes we don't want to forgive. And I've heard many adults say, I'll forgive, but I'll never forget. And as they're saying that, and as we say those words, it really means we don't actually want to forgive. We don't really want to let go of that. We're still holding it in our hearts and we're not really forgiving those people. But the pain and the hurt, so we say we'll forgive, but just uh, we're really forgiving. Are we really forgiving? honestly, from our hearts. Sometimes the sin against us is so hard and so big, it's hard to let go and release the person who has wronged us. But we can ask Jesus to help us to forgive them and forgive us for our hardness in our hearts. But forgiveness isn't about waiting for an apology because that's often what we do, isn't it? We, we wait for them to apologize 
to us before we actually want to forgive them. Forgiveness isn't about that. It isn't minimizing the wrong that they've done to us. We're not going to minimize it and say, well, it's not really important because it hurts. And that hurt sometimes can carry into our lives for a long time. It's not about reconciliation. It's not about getting together with that person and, and being best friends with them. Perhaps always. Sometimes it is, but not always. Sometimes we just need to build trust again with somebody who's hurt us. And it doesn't change the past, but it will release and enlarge our futures. Unforgiveness is rebellion against God. It's a sin. And we need to give it to God and he will forgive us. Let's just pray. As the band comes up. Thank you. Dear Father God, we just thank you that you gave your son to die for each one of us, for our sins, and that you wipe the slate clean as we come to you and ask for your forgiveness, as we say sorry for the things that we've done to hurt one another. We thank you, Jesus, that you came and that you suffered so much. And you were the perfect example of forgiveness when you forgave those that hurt you, that put you on that cross, all the pain and suffering that Jesus had to deal with. We thank you, Jesus, that you came, that you were willing to die for our sins. And we pray, Jesus, that you will enable us to be forgiving to those that hurt us. We're sorry for the things that we've done and the things that perhaps we've done to hurt others. But we also forgive them for the things that they've done to us. And we ask Jesus that we will be able to just go on in life, enjoying your presence, enjoying the relationship that we have with you because we are your children and that you love us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're going to respond in song. So if you would like to stand and are able, please join with me.
Jesus light the way by the power of your Oh. 